Victimization is a very strong and powerful tool of control in today's American society. Victimization is how institutions, whether it's college, whether it's government, whether it's anything, your parents, control you. They control you through victimizing you. They make you feel like if somehow you've been wronged all along. Like if you've somehow, if you somehow deserve something just for the sake of it. Without actually doing anything for it, you just deserved it. Because you're a victim of some institutional intrinsic problem. That mentality is the loser mentality. And that's what institutions want. They want losers. They want you to not be able to believe that you have your own life under control. And it's a huge problem because when you feel like you don't have your own life under control and you're a victim, they control you. They make you say and do whatever they want you to. And then they get your votes. And then they get your support. And you stay in this limbo of victimization where you never, ever take control of your own life. And I think I've highlighted why this is a problem, right? It's, it's, it's horrible. It's how you get controlled by people. So in the next episode, I'll talk about what's the solution to that. What alternative mindset do we need to engage in to break free of this institutional victimization? So I talked about victimization and how you feeling a victim is actually not your fault. It's institutions who make you feel like you're a victim and control your mindset and prevent you from doing more great things. So what's the solution to this? Let's talk about this. Let's talk about solutions. Let's not focus on problems all the time because that would be victimization in and of itself. So a solution to this is having a victor mentality. And this is what Candace Owens says of Turning Point USA. You need to turn victimization into victor. You need to be a victor. You need to be someone who believes he or she has no limits. You have no limits. You can do whatever you set your mind to and it doesn't matter the difficulties you went through as a child. It doesn't matter the difficulties you're going through right now. No one cares. No one cares about your feelings in the real world. Once you're done with college, once you're out of there, once you're in the real world, people don't care about your feelings. And this is one thing I want to get across. So how do you turn yourself into a victor? Well, first of all, you got to break, break free of how they manipulated you in the first place. So you need to have a clean slate into your mind. You need to forget about anyone owing you anything, much less the government or any person on earth. And have a clean slate, clean slate into your mind. How do you become a victor? How do you change your mindset to, hey, someone owns me something to, hey, 
I am going to earn everything I want. Well, it's complicated. First off, you need to believe in yourself. You need to believe the fact that you can earn it. That you can achieve it. But first off, you need to figure out what it is you want to achieve exactly. And what you have to do to get there on your own. By building relationships. By working extra hours. And not wanting anything in return except your own happiness. Your own feeling good with yourself. So let's figure that out first. Let's talk about this in the next episode. How do I figure out what do I want? What do I want to... How do I want to make an impact on this world? Let's talk about this next. Alright, so how do we figure out what we want? Let me tell you more about myself at this point. My name is Giovanni Corrado, and I came to the U.S. when I was 17 by myself from Italy. And I didn't know what I wanted. I had no freaking idea. Didn't know where I wanted to end up. I didn't know what industry I wanted to work in. I didn't even know what goals I had for myself personally and professionally. But what happened? I started working very hard just because that's what I was taught when I was a kid. My parents, my the society around me in Italy taught me to work hard, period. So that's what I started doing without anything specific in mind. Graduated high school, went to college, fast forward four years. I feel like I have a purpose. You know, after becoming a youth ambassador for the United Nations Foundation, working at the White House, starting my company, selling it, starting my nonprofit, um, you know, securing a job at a Fortune 500 before even finishing my third year in college. I feel like I have a purpose, but beyond all of those results, there's an underlying foundation. So how do we build that foundation? How do we find what we love? Secret is open mentality, in my opinion. Have an open mentality. Say no to nothing, except if it's morally wrong, say no to nothing. Try out, experience. Open your boundaries. Don't go study medicine because that's what your neighborhood people told you was the definition of success. Don't go study law because your parents were lawyers. Don't be an entrepreneur because you heard Bill Gates has a lot of money and he's an entrepreneur. Don't drop out of college because you heard that Steve Jobs and Bill Gates and Mark Zuckerberg, they all did it and they're the richest people on earth. No, all of that has nothing to do with you. Why? Because you need your own path. Each one of us has their own story. And you got to find and shape yours. You shape your own narrative. No one has to shape your narrative. No one shapes your story. No one gets to tell your story. So open mind. Open your mind. If you're anywhere, anywhere between 18 and even 29 or 30, your story is long. This is a marathon. It's not a freaking race. Open your mind, try different things, never be a victim, and absolutely give 120 freaking percent in every little thing you do day by day. But let's get a little more specific than that. What steps do we need to take? Let's talk about this next. All right, let's talk about strategy.
talk about building that foundation step by step, not in general terms, but in specific terms. So let me tell you a story. First year in college, I went to Franklin Marshall College because I was going to do pre-med and my whole family, they're all doctors. My dad is a doctor. My uncle is a doctor. My other uncle is a doctor. So I was going to be a doctor, right? Not because they put pressure on me by no means. They actually told me to never be a doctor, but because I thought in my mind, that's what I had to do. Anyhow, registration comes in for my first semester and I randomly sign up for two government classes. Government 100 and international politics for no reason whatsoever, except that I had talked politics with my grandfather every once in a while and I really liked it. So I sign up and uh, I, I didn't know anything about it, but when I got to those classes, I gave it all. I gave it all even though I never thought I was going to build a career in government or in international relations or in anything connected to it. But I gave it all. You know what I mean? I, I delved deep. I went beyond doing my readings and taking those tests. I engaged. So here's the key. This is the key word, engagement. If you engage in every single activity that you do, there's going to be a time when a light bulb will come up in your head and you'll say, hey, I'm engaging, but not only I'm engaging, I'm loving it. Because let's be honest, 90% of the things you all do in life, you're not really going to like them. But something, one day, you'll be doing something and you're going to discover that you love it. And that's when you go... 200% out. You say, damn it. I really love this. Now I'm going to go full blown out of it. Because you got to work on your strengths. Forget about your weaknesses. If you're 5 feet 6 like me, you're never going to be Michael Jordan. You're never going to play in the NBA. Let's be real. Unless you're some sort of phenomenon by nature. So double down on your strengths. Work on your weaknesses so you don't suck at them. So you're not vulnerable. But double down on your strengths again. So I noticed I was very good at it. So what did I do? I kept on going and kept on going and kept on going. And brought whatever I was learning outside of the classroom to make an impact on the outside world. And this is what I'm going to focus on next. Making an impact on the outside world with what you love. So what's rule number two? We talked about engagement. That's rule number one. Engage in everything you do, regardless of whether you like it or not. Bring it one step forward. Rule number two, hustle. So if you've listened to me in the past or any other one of those incredible guys like Gary Vee, you'll know what hustle means. But let me give you my definition of hustle. Hustle means working your ass off and everything from washing the dishes at night because your mom is tired to selling your company for millions of dollars hustle is a mindset it's not a one-time thing you can't hang out on the beach with a beer for 29 days a month and then hustle one day to pay your rent not going to cut it. Everyone knows it's not going to cut it. That's why 
people go to work at least five days a week, if you're lazy, seven days a week, if you really love what you're doing. Hustle is a mindset you need to coach yourself to. No one hustles by nature. There's people who are more inclined to work hard, people who are a little bit lazier, but no one just hustles hard by nature. You teach yourself that. I listen to thousands of people who taught me how to hustle. I've analyzed thousands of people who, even without saying a single word, just by actions, taught me how to hustle. It's about conditioning. It's like when you go to the gym and you're weighing 130 pounds and you have a beer belly and you want to get fit. You're not going to get fit by going to the gym once for two hours, pumping the crap out of your muscles, and then feeling like, yeah, hell yeah, now I'm, now I'm ripped. No, it's going to be a day by day. It's going to take months. It's going to take years. And guess what? If you go through that whole process of going from 130 or 140 with a beer belly to ripped when you actually get ripped you don't stop you don't see ripped people stopping like they don't stop going to the gym because they say hey i'm ripped now i can chill out no they keep on going to the gym and they go even harder why because they got into that hustle mindset they're hustlers now they can't help it they gotta go back to the gym they have goals to achieve and that's you That's what you have to do. You can be 140 with a belly like me and not give a shit about getting ripped. And I completely understand you. Trust me. But you have to teach yourself to hustle in whatever it is you love. So now let's talk about how to focus your energy. 